0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Moded Studios Embroidered Patches and Apparel. Go to ModedStudios.com to find all the latest and greatest in patches and apparel. One of my favorite patches that I particularly like is Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian meme, the Uh, (laughs) child-inspired fully embroidered patch. They also have the fully embroidered patch beanie for the Baby Yoda also, I like the Bernie Sanders. I am once again asking Patch. Uh, the 2020 presidential campaign meme embroidered patch. Go to modedstudios.com and place your order now. They're always updating their website and they do custom work. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S. Go to Moded Studios now and get some. Now on with the show. That was Tonga with Just Staring at the Ceiling off of his new album, Transitions, which you can stream now on all platforms, Uh, Google Play, Spotify, and, you know, the rest. Uh, He's also a friend of the show, so he has been on the show before on episode 76 with Tim Newton and Ricky Girodano. I don't know if you say it like that. That's probably not how you say it. Anyways, thank you so much, Tonga I really appreciate you letting me jam one of your songs off the new album I'm trying to get Tonga on the show So uh, we're gonna we're, we're working on a schedule right now So we'll see what happens uh, Anyways, welcome back, everybody I appreciate you guys tuning in And uh, sticking with me here Through this weird time that we're living in uh, Today's guest is Mr. Paul Cortese and Paul is a uh, viola player, classically trained, Midwest boy, but currently lives out in Barcelona, Spain. So, um, this was recorded at the beginning of the pandemic, kind of. Um, so, we talk, you know, we talk a lot about the pandemic and how it's affected him. And, and you know, some of the information and stuff is a little dated of the time. Uh, things change so quickly. Like, how all of a sudden the CDC says that uh, that the disease, that coronavirus is non-transmittable or it's hard to transmit it on surfaces. So first it's like wipe down all your stuff and now it's like, eh, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Just touch everything at the store and put your fingers in your mouth. It's all good. All, that's not what they're saying. By the way, that is not what they're saying, but it's just a little weird. Okay, it's a little weird that we shut everything down and and we don't want to touch anybody or anything, and now it's okay. <laughs> Anyways, I don't want to get into that. Anyways, Paul uh, uh, was amazing. guy like he's just he's a funny dude. Um, you know, like when I think of classical players, especially on a level that Paul is. I mean, Paul Tiet is a professor at a conservatory in Spain. Um, I mean, he travels all over the world playing classical music. And uh, so he he's, uh, you know, he's uh, hes uh, at the top of his game in his profession. Um, so I always imagine people in those positions to be just the stuffiest of musicians who take themselves seriously. Um, and, and all Paul wanted to do was come on and say fuck. So it was a wonderful uh because you never know who you're talking to on these in these situations you know like you you reach out online and you you do a little bit of research and you see who they are uh, what they put out uh, into the world Um, but you don't know who they are like you don't really know who they are until you really talk to them and so uh (laughs) it was it was really nice to talk to paul and he just and all he wanted to do is just cuss and uh, i mean because that's like my like one of my favorite things to do is cuss like that's like, if that could be a part-time job of mine, I would definitely, that would be, like, a very passionate part-time job. I would even consider making it a full-time position. Anyways, go to RainyMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check it out right now. Uh, we got the latest single from Rainymystique Mystique it is Chloroform. This is a collaboration between the Concrete Project, who lo- no longer exists, kind of. Uh, we've been talking about it maybe doing a song but I don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> I think everybody's in their own little world right now uh, and so it's a collaboration song and uh, we're really proud of it and I hope you guys like it so go check it out it's on all streaming platforms right now and uh, Spotify Google you know the list uh, anyways, uh, you can also find Raina Mystique on Twitch, and that's twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. Uh, she twitches, uh, she live streams three days a week—Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday—at 9 p.m. and that's where I get on. It's Acoustic Soul Sundays, every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> Okay, and then, so, go check out wespeakenglishgood.com. Sorry, I was going to start talking about Twitch. I've been just talking about Twitch nonstop, and I had to stop myself and just keep moving on because I want to get through this intro uh, and uh, get to Paul's conversation because it's so good. Uh, So, we're going to keep moving on here. wespeakenglishgood.com. Go check it out, folks. I have spent all quarantine redefining what We Speak English Good is. Dot com is, and I think I found it. I think I found the formula, and I'm running with it, goddammit. So if you go to we WeSpeakEnglishGood.com, you're going to find every episode, almost every episode. I'm in, I'm in like on episode 48 right now. I'm just so sick of putting every episode up online, but it's so rewarding and satisfying. So not only are you going to find news and updated news about the show and what I'm doing personally, but you're going to find every episode of the podcast. Not only are you going to find every episode, but it's going to be in categories. So if you like a certain genre of music, let's say reggae, so you all you have to do is hit one of those tag things at the bottom of the episode that says reggae, and it'll take you to every episode that has anything to do with reggae or a reggae artist. Amazing. Look, I know this is probably not news to anybody like that that websites are capable of doing these things, but it's news to me. I didn't know. I my wife basically okay, let's not get into this. Let's get through this intro. I'm really trying to shorten these intros. So we speak English good is newly redefined. We have music tutorials, every episode of the podcast. We have an about section and a contact. I'm gonna be adding lots more stuff to it over time, but like right now, I think it's it looks good feels good and as soon as i start updating the website tons of traffic i mean just tons of traffic started coming through so it's crazy uh here's a bit of advice folks make your website look good it makes a fucking difference moving on so you can follow like or wait like wait what is it like subscribe leave a review likes subscribe review so like us on Facebook, wow, this is getting terrible. (laughs) I'm trying to, this is what's happening. I'm trying to speed through this intro because I'm trying to keep these intros short and what's happening is I'm moving too fast. My brain's moving too fast for my mouth. So I'm gonna slow down and we're gonna do this right and then we're gonna get to Paul Cortese. So, like, subscribe, review. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. At We Speak English Good. You can also leave a. What is that? You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube where our uh, music tutorials live. You can go find fun little licks that you can play. Uh, Some have tabs, it's piano. Uh, uh guitar ukulele bass I've been thinking about adding some drum stuff and just reaching out to friends let me know what you guys think write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com I was thinking about um I was thinking about having reaching out to friend uh, musicians and seeing if they'll record a lick send it over and it's basically will you create content for me but it's only because I want to expand the tutorial section. So I feel like if I have like base tutorials and stuff like that, I can, you know, expand on it or, or drum tutorials from a friend, I can expand, I don't know. It's weird, I I don't know how I'd work out the payments. Okay, we're gonna keep moving folks, we're gonna keep moving. <laughs> like, subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast, and please leave a review. Uh, I've been getting reviews on um, iTunes, I, I super-duper appreciate it, you guys. Even if it's not a written review, it's, it's, it helps. Uh, I went on Stitcher and expecting to kind of find old messages. There's nothing. Nothing. Nobody listens to this shit on, St- on Stitcher? There's nothing on Podbean? Okay. No, I'm not bitching at you guys. That's ridiculous. I appreciate it anytime anybody reaches out to the show. It's nice. So, anyways, leave review. It helps reach out to us on facebook uh, we'll read your comments or or messages or emails on the air so you can feel part of the show too Bow. Uh, okay and then what else do we got i think that's everything guys um yeah that's everything so let's just plow right on to paul Cortezzi.
1: What, what uh, platform does she use?
0: She uses actually TakeLessons.com, which is – this show might as well – they might as well be a sponsor of this show. TakeLessons.com is this uh, – it's actually this huge international um, platform where you can go on, you uh, you submit uh, like a background check, and then you pay a little th- a fee to sort of put your name Uh, On the roster, and then you can make your profile similar to like uh, like YouTube or something, where you make your profile to you know to make it look the best so people will be attracted to you, and then you just and then people sort of email you and say, "Hey, I'm interested," and and then they take a cut of the pay. And uh, there's all kinds of different things that go along with it. That's a very brief overview, but. she loves it. And right now we're super thankful for it because me and my wife are both uh, gigging, regular gigging musicians. Yeah, and, um, sure. you know, as we both know, that is no longer on the table. So we uh, she she's she's only doing lessons now. And well, business is good because everybody has time for lessons. So, yeah,
1: yeah, it's kind exactly.
0: of a weird situation. Um, you know, it's good for us, but it's horrible for the world. <laughs> um, yeah, so how exactly. have you been handling it? You said you like it.
1: I actually, I really enjoy it because it's, I find it's easier to concentrate. I mean, there are less, there are fewer distractions. Hmm. Um. I mean, we're just, you know, you're just, and you have to concentrate because of the sound and because of the limitations with the, you know, with the feel, you know, the feel is not the same. Yeah. You have the sound and you have the, the image, which is not really, really exactly coordinated with the, with the sound. You know, the image is a little bit delayed. Yeah, yeah, I can so, see how that so, could be a problem. And so that's, for us, that's kind of hard because we deal a lot with coordination with, with the with the bow, especially. Yeah. yeah so that, have to, you have to keep used to that.
0: But. Yeah, that's what I was curious about. I mean, because there's so much involved in in proper technique with a, a violin or a viola, which is your yeah. instrument. Uh, yeah. There's so much proper technique as in posture and how you hold a bow and how you hold yeah. it. It yeah. seems like it would be kind of a challenge to get past that but uh you seem like you figured something out there.
1: Well, the sound is important. I got this microphone and my my students who have a, an, ex, an external microphone uh do really well. I mean, they can they can I can hear them properly and I can give them proper instruction. Yeah. If if they're working on a cell phone without an external mic, that's a little dicey. Right? <laughs> There's certain frequencies that disappear. Yes. So that it that can be Kind of a pain in the ass, but... but
0: you know what? Yeah. You know, because we've been doing... Uh, you probably seen a lot of people doing these live streams on Facebook, just performing. And yeah. uh, uh, so me and my wife were trying it. So we're trying different methods. And that was one of the things we were trying to get uh, uh, past was the, the actual... Um, because these programs have built-in uh, uh, frequency blockers. What do they call them? Noise gates. They yeah. they have built-in yeah. noise gates that only that are specific, uh, specified for the human voice. And so yeah. what it's doing is blocking out any external noise. And yeah. and we've been having a hard time try, trying to get past that, but but well, yeah, Zoom is
1: really good for that. Zoom, yeah. there's actually someone there's a if you go on uh, if you go on YouTube and you, you find some there, you know some people explain how to set up the sound that that helps. That's the way the way I learned.
0: Yeah, that's that's the other half of it is going yeah. into these programs and learning yeah. how to use yeah. them uh, properly because yeah. yeah, Zoom has that option where you can turn off that noise gate. And it yeah. makes all the difference. Uh, but yeah. I think that's for the premiums, uh, premium members. But, I mean, yeah. the way things are going, it seems like it's not a bad thing to invest in a Zoom membership if,
1: uh, if you yeah, yeah, want Yeah, to. absolutely. Well, I have a, right now I have the basic Zoom. I'm not paying mm-hmm. for it. I get cut off at, at 40 minutes sometimes. Oh, on the group message, on the group. But now there's this uh, rumor going around. I don't know if it's a rumor or not, whether or not it's a rumor. But they're saying that there's some security issues with Zoom because oh, they get yes. the... They're connected to your to your Gmail account. Yes. So, I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I don't have anything interesting enough on my on my <laughs> on my email account to, for them to be taking any interest whatsoever. But yeah, just lots of I mean, business emails. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just all music, you know, yeah. the downloading music and things like that. Nothing, nothing interesting. So
0: you're in you're 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 in Spain. You're you're near Barcelona, correct? Or you're in Barcelona? Yeah,
1: I lived in Barcelona for ten years, and then when our third. Our, our third daughter was was born. I, I convinced my wife to get out of the city because it's kind of a rough city. I mean, it's a beautiful city, but but it's a little bit. There, there are a lot of theft. There are a lot of uh, thefts on the street. I oh, mean, wow. like you know, pickpocketing mostly. It's wow. not dangerous. I mean, usually people don't even know when they're pickpocketed. Right. In Barcelona, they're very professional and they're actually very civilized in their own strange <laughs> way. They'll 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 leave your documents uh, in a very visible place. I mean, it's very it's really <laughs> amazing. You no, know, because I mean, they'll take your money, but then they'll leave your documents because they're you know they don't want to make you they don't want to make you go stand in line to get a new passport and a new ID card and and it's very interesting. They that only is take interesting. Cash.
0: That that's very different from America. Whereas America yeah. they'll pickpocket you, steal your cash, and then steal your identity, and then sell yeah. your information to other yeah. identity thieves.
1: <laughs> And, they don't do that much here around here it's interesting which is
0: nice it's a very nice yeah. that's a very respectful culture they're nice
1: crooks they're really <laughs> nice crooks yeah there you go
0: <laughs> oh okay. anyway yes it's
1: very nice to speak to speak with an american to and to be able to say whatever the hell i want to say i don't have to you know i mean what one speaking english in europe you end up speaking like a like a sioux indian a little <laughs> bit you know it's like it's like it's all, you know, with no, no adjectives and, and, and no yeah. articles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no so
0: sarcasm. No. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: all just. They don't get it. Bomb. They don't get it. At yeah. all. They just don't get it. So it's, not, it's a pleasure to talk to, talk to you.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much. I, I, um, I, I was reading and you're a fellow Midwesterner. Uh, you're from Wisconsin. Yeah. Where are you from? I'm, I'm
1: from Toledo, Ohio. That's where you And that's where you are now. I'm currently in Toledo, yes. Yeah, toledo. How that's a that's we call that out east but but, uh, but <laughs> yeah, we we're out east.
0: <laughs> that's what have I was you thinking.
1: Seen this guy? Have you seen the this guy what's his name Steve Barrons? Um no, the, it's a familiar does, name. He's not on, he's online. It's for Wisconsinites. It's very funny. He does it's called Manitowoc Minute. Okay. If you want to check it out, it's anyway it's very funny for me because he speaks like the way people speak up in the north part of the part of the state. I'm from Kenosha which is down south, just north of Chicago. Okay, so Chicago, okay. Milwaukee, and Lake Michigan. But I haven't lived there since <clears throat> since 1978. Oh my God! So you've been, been in been Europe
0: back. this whole time?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I moved. I moved out east. I, I studied at, uh, at New England Conservatory in Boston and, and uh, Curtis Institute in Philadelphia, and then, I, and then I lived in New York for three years. Oh, so okay. So I spent. I I've actually, for for classical music, the East Coast is still. The, the most interesting part of the country.
0: Yeah, well, I mean and, and plus, well, I was just talking to somebody in New York City, you know, 2 days ago who's a she she works on Broadway, she's a percussionist, uh-huh. and yeah. she um who's that? I'm sorry. Who's that? Uh her name is oh my god, now I'm you're going <laughs> oh, um, oh, okay. right. to embarrass me because I she's Japanese um her name is Chihiro. No, 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 it's okay. I can't I don't know <laughs> I can't remember her last name, but it's Chihiro. That's okay.
1: That's okay and I was just wondering because I have a, a percussionist friend from New York a woman percussionist. Oh, cool. That Barcelona would have been fun. And but she's she's back and forth between Barcelona and New York. But gotcha. right now she's in Barcelona. But Whoa. um it was a big change leaving Manhattan. I I worked on Broadway also.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah, and, I'm. Uh, I'm really curious on like yeah. your career and stuff. Um, uh, let 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 us put a pin in that because I'm really interested in in the situation where you're at because okay. you're um okay. because you're uh you're in the thick of it and you know like yeah. all over the news everyone's saying you know Spain is hard hit and you know with yeah. New York City and yeah. you know you guys are uh, among the highest hard hit by this and as a yeah. musician um, reaching out to other musicians I, I'm just curious on what have you kind of been doing to sort of uh, I don't know, past this free time and and sort of um um let's well, start with, please go ahead
1: yeah there there it's been um it's been very on emotional on an emotional level, it's been very difficult because we've lost some friends
0: wow
1: covid nineteen and uh and then you hear about i mean, at first they said it was only dangerous for el- the elderly and the sickly, and then a friend of mine from the Metropolitan Opera who's exactly my age. Uh, vincent leonti he 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 passed away four days ago
0: oh, i'm so sorry man. and
1: he was and he was yeah and he was in perfect health he had no pathologies beforehand got the disease and and just disappeared so it's not just for the elderly i mean i think we're all at risk you know and i, I guess they said that at first to not so that there wasn't wouldn't be a panic but uh but now we're, we're locked down we've been locked down for three weeks we started i think we i've been here since thursday the the I guess it was the 12th of, 12th of March I've been here. So, um, yeah, it's about three weeks. And um, it's really hard, you know, because we, we're not supposed to uh, walk around anywhere with anyone else. I mean, we're, if you go outside and you're supposed to be doing something useful, like buying food or throwing the garbage, uh, dog owners are allowed to walk their dog. So they have a little bit more flexibility. But the idea now is just we're. I mean, we're really not going out at all uh, because it's scary. Because we don't want to. We don't want to get. We have a lot of friends who've recovered from COVID nineteen. Uh, the uh, it's. I don't know if you've you've known anyone yet, but you, you probably will at some point if you haven't.
0: Uh, I've known, I have friends who who are losing family, so I, I don't know yeah. anybody directly, but I, I have
1: yeah. friends. Yeah, it's it gets it gets it's uh, it's really true though. But when it when it it's someone you know. When it's someone your your age, it becomes a very real and frightening situation. You know, if 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 there's some reason for it, if there were some reason for it, then you you can feel like you're okay. But but the, as I said, this friend of mine from New York, he just he just got he got COVID nineteen and 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 didn't recover from it. But uh, and then I have a neighbor here, two doors down. We're in a, we're in a group of it's an eleven house uh, community with a with a community garden. Um, here just about 45 kilometers north of barcelona and uh i had a neighbor who was in he was in the hospital for 10 days and he's been sent home and he's recovering now okay and i have a friend in 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 moulouse uh, france also a musician um also a violist old friend of mine who's been recovering for the past three weeks it's apparently it's three weeks of being re- feeling really horrible yeah. from what i've heard i mean when it hits hard and then there are other people who have a little sore throat. And, and just a few decimals of fever, yeah. and then it goes, and then, and then they get over it. So it, it affects everyone in a little different way.
0: It yeah, it's so weird how it, there, there's yeah. no, like, real – I mean, there's no real pattern to it. I mean, there are a little bit, but, like, it just seems yeah. like it keeps on – like, the information that we're – at least the information that we get – it seems to be keep on the 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 spectrum keeps broadening on who it affects and and how it yeah. affects because some people don't have any symptoms they're just carriers and they're just yeah, exactly. coughing on people you know so it's yeah it's a it, it's a very s- weird and scary thing um, mm-hmm. have you have you um, you know I, I I was I was telling you I was talking to that that gal in New York City and she sort of she was a very much. Um, gig oriented musician uh, so she didn't yeah. do a lot of teaching uh, all of her you know all of her money came from performance and she That's put hard. so yeah well she put so much into gigging I mean not just time and energy and you know as a source of income but her identity was sort of wrapped up into it as well so she sort of had this you know this identity crisis like who am I what am I even doing now and and so It got me thinking because I kind of went through something like that. And, you know, it seems like a lot of people have. Did you have any moments of uh, I know you're an educator, so it's a little different, but you still perform and you still. Yeah,
1: well, I had a lot of really interesting work canceled uh, Mm -hmm. immediately. I was supposed to be in in Sarasota, Florida right now doing a fantastic chamber music festival and subbing for one of my childhood idols, a, a man named Bruno Giurana, who's a great Italian violist. Uh, he he chose me to take his place because he he was not he was not willing to go at at his ripe age of 87 he was not willing to make that trip at this time and uh and so for obvious reasons so and then then the whole festival was canceled obviously everything just just went under so uh and that won't happen until next year now that's not gonna so so that that won't be recovered later on during the year it'll it'll happen the, the same dates next year yeah, in April of next year, but um, and then other a lot of other work was cancelled uh, too, and I, I thought, well, I'm going to lose a lot of money. But since I'm not going anywhere here, I spend a lot less money getting to work at the conservatory in Barcelona. So actually. <laughs> we're fine I mean my wife is a violist and, a, and an educator also oh, good. and she teaches in two conservatories so we're actually we're actually better a lot better off than a lot of our friends uh, we have friends who own bars, right. we have friends who who work in you know public services, and they're of course they're they don't know what's going to happen yeah yeah all. it's
0: interesting it's yeah. Off. Everybody's sort of been having their own reactions to it that I've been talking to. And, and like me, me and my wife as well, we're, we're kind of okay. I mean, other than like not performing or seeing live music, like that's the other side of it. I, I've just been having these moments of profound sadness where it's just, uh, you know, knowing, seeing people streaming their live performance on Facebook. I mean, it's not the same. It's not the no, same as being no. in the room. You know, whether you're performing or whether you're listening and watching, there's an energy exchange that is just lost. And um, so there's those moments I have where it's just like, oh, crap. But other than that... I've managed to stay really busy and my wife is working and she's yeah. staying busy and we're just sort of exploring different ways of sort of expression. And so
1: yeah, But how often are you doing this podcast? How often do you do these podcasts?
0: Oh, um, well, the podcast is once a week at this moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. sometimes I do yeah. bonus episodes right now. We're doing, um, quarantine Sundays which is me and my yeah. wife do um just a, like an hour thing and it's sort of like a podcast we do performances nice. and uh all this other stuff i'm doing an ad for my other show no, <laughs>
1: that's but it's great no but it's great no i mean it's interesting cuz I, I look i mean we just we just uh, found out about each other through this youtube exchange yeah. i mean i didn't and that was and that that's actually been a really good thing too because besides the fact that i now have a 1000 subscribers mm-hmm. as of as of this morning i saw uh, that we met we met and uh, and I've met a lot of other people too. Uh, Amazing
0: the- people. That's how that's how I've been yeah. meeting uh, all week. I've been talking to people on from that sub sub for sub page, yeah. and yeah. It, it's been so incredible talking to people all over the world. Uh, I just talked to somebody in Lat Latvia. Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. I just talked right. to somebody in Riga, and uh, his name yeah. is Highness. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to yell at you. <laughs> but his name is. R- <laughs> he said I say it like a Dutchman, but I was going for a German. Uh, but so there you go. Reines is a <laughs> is is a Dutch accent, I guess. I, I
1: used to. I actually, I've I've been to Riga a couple several times for work. Uh, cool. Interesting place. Very interesting. Riga is a very beautiful city.
0: What What's interesting? I'm curious. It's um,
1: it's kind of a it's it's kind of a, a it's a pedestrian city. Mm. Actually, there are very few uh, the cars aren't allowed in the mid, in the center. Oh, cool. And um, it's very old city. It looks German, actually. It's for to me the architecture looks German, but of course they have their own culture, and it's one of the three Baltic countries. And they have their and they're actually doing very well now. I mean, it's one of these. You know, the 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 Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia are doing really well now. Yeah, and- since, since they've broken away from from Russia, Lithuania hasn't broken away quite as much as Latvia and, and Estonia, but um, yeah, he but was now it's very nice to go there it's very interesting yeah,
0: yeah he said it was a cool little city to be in and it's big enough to where you can have a career with music there and um and uh, riga i'm talking about and but he yeah. said that the drug laws are crazy out there so he got really weird because i do talk about drugs on the show because uh, uh it's just what happens sometimes he got really uptight about it because it, it turns out that in riga or, or in latvia the drugs are looked down upon very badly uh and the punishment is, is severe. And so he would say anybody who's like associated with drugs is sort of looked at as like a gangster. And, yeah, and wow. you know, like he, he and he's a musician and he, yeah. lo- he likes. Well, they out- don't have
1: any problem with prostitution because. the uh, <laughs> And actually gorgeous prostitutes. By hey. way, also, I didn't I didn't I didn't I'm not a client. But I didn't <laughs> see. Them. But any. I have to say, though. I mean, I'm the designated driver. I haven't had a drink or any drugs or anything for over at least seven years now. Oh, cool. Uh, because and there's no, the only, it's not a, it's not a, because of it's not based on principles. It's just that uh, alcohol was bothering my esophagus, and then I stopped. When I stopped uh, drinking alcohol, I never was a, was an alcoholic. Or I never, I was never very hooked to it. But it was, I was having some issues with a uh, hiatal hernia. Mm. you know the opening of the office right so the only way i could feel good was to stop drinking alcohol and And i used to smoke so i stopped smoking also the smoking was more about i was smoking cuban cigars which we have here they're legal here Mm, in spain and that was more about just like just trying to not feel better and, and not spend so much money also cuban cigars are expensive too
0: well yeah so so I'm
1: I'm actually pretty clean living. I'm i I could lose. I could stand to lose about uh, twenty pounds.
0: Yeah, you and me but both, other brother. Than, uh,
1: other, <laughs> other than that, I'm fine.
0: So uh, what? Um. So d- you're dealing with this pretty well, and, and it seems like you're 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 adapting. In fact, to it pretty well. Well, there's some
1: th- interesting things happening now. Mm-hmm. I mean. We out, uh, every day at eight o'clock, we all the neighbors we all go out on our balconies and applaud the the medical profession. Oh, fun saving lives, and and then we've been so we've been we started playing a little bit. My my wife played yesterday, and we have a neighbor who's a flamenco singer, and she sang up for because it's because it's Easter week, you know, Samana Santa here is a big deal. Yeah. for the flamenco, community, so she sang yesterday, and uh, but we're actually supposed to be on locked cultural lockdown. I don't know if you got that in the states. Also, this weekend we're supposed to be protesting. The fact that there's no uh, money com- coming coming forth for the for the for artists right now. I mean, this country we're not getting any financial aid so far.
0: Oh wow! So we're, so Spain has transition. decided, or they haven't actively decided, but or they
1: they haven't decided, or they haven't they haven't contemplated it yet. But we don't we they they say oh life we have to save lives yeah. But in Germany, I have friends in Germany. They've already been paid a, a stipend.
0: Whoa. For the,
1: yeah, they've gotten five. I have a friend who got five thousand euros uh, after two weeks after being laid off for two weeks. Holy from shit! From his freelance work. Yeah, and so so yeah, Germany. You know, Germany. They're they It's music's really important to them. Yeah, they 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 take care of their artists, and that that's something that that doesn't happen in Spain, unfortunately. They don't really. They don't. They've never really taken care of us in that way.
0: Yeah, it, it's Absolutely. interesting, and it, I feel that way in America too. Um, yeah. But it's interesting that they included artists and and gig gig economy um, workers, so like Uber drivers musicians yeah. yeah so so it's been really nice but i haven't been able to get through i haven't seen a, a penny of money so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: but well, no i expected that actually i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't expect them to be really you know forthcoming with money
0: yeah well yeah i, I know everybody's sort of on their own everybody's um sort of putting uh Everybody's trying to say they're putting lives first, you know, and and yeah. you gotta try to believe that. Um, but uh, you know, lives include living with money and paying yeah. bills and stuff.
1: Exactly, so. exactly. It's
0: a, it's a. That's tough, man. That's really tough. I, I really hope. What about
1: that... Ohio? How are things in Ohio? Are there have there been a lot of cases of COVID nineteen uh, until? As of right now, we're not doing too bad.
0: We're we're not the highest on the list, but we um but we got we got our things. I feel like our our governor, uh, Mike Dewine, did a good job in sort of uh, uh getting on top of things before it got out of control. Yeah. So like Michigan, which is you know right above us, you know Detroit and all those cities, it's just overran. It's it's horrible yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what happened up in Michigan. A lot, there's so much wrong with Michigan, but uh, okay. it, it's uh, it, it's not as bad. But but you, when you look at other states like california or new york and new york city especially yeah. we're not doing as bad we, we haven't implemented like uh there in some states and some cities they're only letting about five to ten people in the store at a time yeah. and so you're yeah. seeing um, lines in los angeles wrapping around blocks of people yeah. trying to just shop um and then so that hasn't happened yet yet here but um yeah you know it, it's pretty casual here honestly everybody's sort of sticking yeah. to what they're supposed to be doing and uh i don't know it's the, the midwest
1: are the stores still open yeah
0: yeah the stores are still open not not like not anything non-essential though all the yeah. just the essentials grocery, grocery stores automotive yeah. automotive places yeah uh the 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 dispensaries the marijuana dispensaries are w- wide open wow <laughs> liquor wow. stores are open so wow. Uh yeah, we're, it'll
1: we're, help people to cope. I guess, right? I yeah.
0: I could I can only imagine that that would be their thinking behind that because I, I, I why would you want to shut down the old? You know I don't know. Anyways, it's <laughs> it's not it's not too bad, but it, it's still scary. And my mother who works and she's um she's supposed to be retired. She works at a uh uh an old folks home, a retirement center. Excuse me, a yeah. retirement center, and you know that pl- that is um. A petri dish for this disease, yeah. Yeah, and sure. so we're very, we're very concerned for her, and she's just sure. not stopping. So, is she
1: wearing a mask? Is she, she, wearing does, gloves? she does. She
0: mm-hmm. does. She's very. She takes a lot of precautions, but you know, she's still in her, in her, in the high end of sixty, yeah. and uh, it, yeah. she should just. Anyways, I'd love to talk about you. So you came from the Midwest, and uh, you came from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, um, yeah. Did you have uh, Did you have music in your family? Is there a lineage of music? Yeah. In your family? Well,
1: there's a fantastic uh, public school uh, music program in in that in that part of in all that part of Wisconsin, and actually all of Wisconsin. And I think it's still it's still running strong too um and uh we had a we had in my high school we had they had a big band they had marching band we had a hundred piece orchestra symphony orchestra in my high school and the lessons were free it was really amazing i mean i think i think there's still some sort of program like that and um and that so a lot of really good really really good musicians came out of that program a lot of professional people became professionals course going to study you know out out of the out of the state and, and some people well some people went to the university of wisconsin milwaukee and did very well very well also but uh i went to the university of illinois for three years in champaign urbana uh where my my brother say my brother's also a violist he lives in britain now oh. and um after three years i decided that i wanted to get out east there were some people i wanted to study without on the east coast and so i went to boston and uh and that's and you New know, England conservatory is one of the you know, after Juilliard and Curtis, it's one of the big, oh. big it's up there. You know, one of yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. For classical music, anyway. And then, and then after that, I went to Curtis, and Curtis was great. Was free. Everybody goes to Curtis for free. Why? Why it's is that? Small, full scholarship. It's just the way you get in. It's a small school, small oh. number of students, and that was that was very important too, and. um but I, yeah, I wanted to be a musician since I was fifteen. I played I played drums in my in a in a garage band with my brother. Oh, fun! I, mean, I started out actually started out playing. Yeah, we used to play uh, Beatles, uh, Monkeys, uh, uh, CCR. Yeah. And, and that was that was I mean because I'm you know cause I'm quite a bit older than you are that was the that was the kind of music that was what we grew up and yeah. I was a I was a I was crazy about Frank Zappa I I went I saw him at the Uptown Theater in Chicago he was hanging he he strung a wire across the stage he was collecting w- women's panties during the concert <laughs> it, was, it was great I, but I, Zappa I still, too man. yeah I still love I still love uh, I mean I'm more of a tra- you know traditional traditionalist with rock mm. but. Um, I like I'm I I like all kinds of music. I mean I, I, I know how to do the classical thing better than anything else, but I listen to a lot of other music, <laughs> jazz, rock. And even I mean, even like the, the you know, some of the top forty stuff is sounds great, you know. Yeah. I mean it just depends on who's who's doing it. Right. But uh, but I still I, I was I sat down and played the drums for the first time in a jam session after thirty years. That was scary. <laughs> I bet i had I hadn't even tried to play the drums in the last thirty years, and I, a friend of mine knew i'd played I'd, i had had played drums in a in a rock band and he pulled me on stage and I had no idea it was going to play beforehand and I was walking up to the drums and I, and i I was wondering if I'd still remember how to do it, yeah, and I did it came back it was a really shitty drum set in a in a in a in a in a, in a club where they have the jam sessions constantly, so it was all beat up everything yeah. nothing worked properly. <laughs> The hi hat didn't work properly. <laughs> it was kind of like it was, but it was fun to do again. And actually, I don't. I, I may go, get back to that at some point too because it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, man. That's where I started too. Drums. I, I love, uh, but I I love Gene Krupa and like Buddy Rich and oh yeah, like yeah. those old guys. My dad, my dad, he he would be he he's a little bit older. He would be a little bit older than you, but um, he was like born in the wrong era. He loved like Benny Goodman and 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 yeah. Glenn Miller and and he's looking back. Tex Beneke and or all those cats. Red Nichols. Uh, so I grew up with all that jazz and big band and and yeah. a little bit of classical as well. But uh, but yeah, like I started on drums, but I wanted to be Gene Krupa because all I saw was this dude just slamming away at the yeah. drums, and <laughs> I was like, I want to just do that all the time. <laughs> But yeah. you parents know,
1: love that at home, right? Parents oh yeah! Love oh my god! At home, yeah, that makes them really happy <laughs> having a kid banging on drums all day. Kid, my parents used to go out of their minds with me banging <sighs> on the drums.
0: But. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons. My son wants to play drums, and it's it's not one of the reasons why I'm not getting him. Uh, well, it is a very small reason, but I know as a musician that I can't impede his his path. So, uh, yeah, but it's yeah. it's definitely one of those things where I'm like. I don't know if I can handle someone beating on the drums, you know, hours on end, but that's all right. I, you know, whatever. We could put them in the basement or something. So, are you, um, so when you were uh, in New York, is Curtis in New York? I'm sorry, is that the name of the Curtis is in
1: Philadelphia. Philadelphia, i was. sorry. Um, it was run by Mary Curtis Bach. Was, she was married to the, the, to, um, this, um, the, the owner of the, the, the Philadelphia Inquirer. Oh, okay, cool. That, so the, the stool was started out the, there by the the Poloi in, in Philadelphia, the, the the people you know who the wealthy people in Philadelphia, uh-huh. and it was run by uh, the first president was Ephraim Zimbalist, who was the father of the fa- You may know the name of the actor Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Or maybe you're too young for that. Maybe
0: that. I don't. I've but never heard, you
1: heard of. These. But Ephraim Zimbalist was a student of one of the most important Russian teachers, Leopold Auer. And uh, so they brought this, they imported this great Russian school of string playing to to Philadelphia, and it became and when it's well. Just so you know, I mean, if you know the name Lang Lang, who's a big star pianist now, or people like that, or Leonard Bernstein, who's the great, yeah, they, he went to school there.
0: Gotcha. Okay, and so
1: so it was like this is like is an exclusive school of a hundred, uh, more or less a hundred students. Wow, the size you know the size of an orchestra, what? and. Uh, and that is that was great, but that really changed my life, I have to say.
0: Uh, what what are some of the things that, that you took away from that, that you still use in your...
1: Well, the, the, the obviously, the the contact with all these great musicians. My teacher was... was already quite, he was quite uh, up there in age. I think he was already around 70 or in his 70s. Mm-hmm. He died a few years ago. His name is Joseph de Pasquale. He died at the age of 95 wow. and, and played the viola really well until he was around 90 years old. Wow. Uh, and so that, of course, he's a, he's a big example for me. And then the other man I mentioned, Bruno Girana, who I was supposed to replace in Florida, he's 87. Mm-hmm. And so the, having contact with these people, with these elderly statesmen,
0: yeah,
1: from another era, is really that's really important because what the the th- whole thing about classical music is that we're not we're not inventing anything new mm-hmm. playing, right. playing the classics, right? So, so having contact with people from another time is very interesting for that reason, because it's all handed down information, you know. It's, yeah, uh, and that's that's the way it works. Nobody's well, no, nobody's out uh, of didactic in this profession, you know. It's all it's all coming from a, a long history, five hundred year history.
0: Yeah, well, that that's what's so interesting to me. I I just had this idea. I don't even know if this is a good question, but like, I was thinking, it's like, what are some of the clues to what that era was like that's embedded in these classical pieces. Um, yeah. So, like, what yeah. kind of information that can tell us about the time are a part of these pieces? Well, like-
1: here's the thing you know, the concert halls got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So, like, a piano, I've played, I've played in the chamber music group, I played in the chamber music group in Houston for years oh. using pianos from the 19th century. Oh, a, cool. A 19th century piano. Sounded didn't sound any stronger than than a violin or a viola or a cello. Wow, it was a much more delicate sound. And of course, with the concert halls getting bigger and bigger, then they went, you know, Steinway and and everyone in Buxendorf and all those big uh, piano piano fat manufacturers went for big sound. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, the string instruments. What what changed in that? Very little changed in the string instrument in the last three hundred years. Yeah. Basically, the only thing that changed is that the strings are synthetic, so they sound louder. Mm. And there's more tension on the instrument. Mm. But actually the instruments that we play are hardly have hardly changed at all in the past three hundred years.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: So so but the piano, on the other hand, during the twentieth century, has become this monster. I mean piano, <laughs> you know, you can make it just makes this huge sound. So when we play chamber music with a modern piano, we have to work very hard. <laughs> to violas, and cellist and so we're expected to balance with them because the minimal sound is much stronger on a, on a modern piano. Yeah, and then then you're dealing with if whether you know the sensibilities of the pianist. If the pianist has a lot of technique and likes to play soft, then then it's comfortable. If they like to play loud, then we're in big trouble. <laughs> That's kind of the way. So pianos had this big development in the last hundred years, let's yeah. say, or last you know hundred something years. 120 years is really because Steinway started making their modern pianos really at the beginning of the 20th century. Um, in the la- in that, in that amount of time, the pianos really taken off with the volume and the brilliance. Yeah. And more than and the, the wind instruments are stronger now too. Oh, but as I say, because they've developed technically, you know, they've had, they have more, more technology, more, uh, pr- precision in the, in, in the intonation of the instruments. And, and, um, they're even using synthetic reeds now. I mean, there, there's a lot. There are a lot of developments. Mm. Even though we're dealing with all these traditional uh, instruments and and, um, and traditional repertoire, the, it, we have carbon fiber instruments now. But they no, they don't sound like a wood instrument. Yeah, we use carbon fiber bows sometimes, mm. but that, that that doesn't sound like a, a bow made out of pernambuco from Brazil. You know, so mm. it's uh th- there are these developments, but there's the sound has to be what it is. Yeah, it's. We're, ne- we're never we're never going to go stray really far from that sound that we have in our ears.
0: Yeah, man. No, I I agree with you like especially with um you know there's for in my world, you know, there's a lot of um I'm working a lot in box or like on computers with MIDI um, uh-huh. and so when you get people who are like purists who are like, I have this Fender Rhodes, which is electric yeah. piano. Um, yeah, Fender
1: Rhodes, I know. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. cool. I,
0: I, you know, like I just sometimes
1: I'm sorry if I no, sound no, like no. an asshole. That's because like, I know from my from my from my rock band days. Yes, exactly. So
0: people people hear a Fender Rhodes uh at a yeah, MIDI yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know this is a pre-recorded sound that you're just reusing in with yeah. your own notation. And, yeah. you know, some people you can't tell the difference, but then you get those people who are like like me, who I'm just like, that's not real. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. and so it, it, I love that. Uh, I love that. That just carries over everywhere. I mean, even even for guitars and stuff, I don't want to play a plastic guitar or ca- yeah. carbon fiber guitar. You know, yeah. like that doesn't sound like I've played, you know, metal guitars and stuff. And there's yeah. just a, a resonance and, and frequencies that uh, that just doesn't it It just doesn't reach those of wood, you know like what
1: instrument what instrument do you play on
0: um I mostly play keys and and guitar, um but i play that's what I play out like professionally, but um i play uh and and please don't don't think I'm great at these instruments uh, i don't know if if you've ever known any multi instrumentalists and you are a multi instrumentalist yourself so you probably could relate but you have your sort of main instrument that you sort of pour all your your energy into and then everything else sort of suffers from it um, yeah. so i kind of have that syndrome where it's like what's your
1: main instrument then
0: uh, I would say I would probably go with guitar. Would be probably yeah. the best thing that I sound the best on. That I sound like I know what I'm doing the best on. But yeah. I get hired mostly for keys, so it's it's weird. Oh,
1: I see. Well, you must be very talented then. Uh,
0: can... I oh. I I'm I'm inclined to say um, eh, but um, I'm trying to <laughs> talk better about myself. So thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, yeah, I, well, I, I kind I understand, I understand where you're coming from. But, well, there's
0: that. a big difference between a very practiced musician and someone who's just and, and not to say that I don't practice because I spend hours, but it it's there's a difference between someone who's taken a lot of time and a lot of energy on a specific instrument and and yeah. and learn the ins and outs about it whereas someone like me is like I just need to know enough so I can do that on stage you know what I mean so like it's not the best way to do it but um, over time my skills have developed into something respectable so yeah. I'm okay with it at this point but if I
1: want to hear you where can I hear where can I hear you in a band because uh, I, I heard you I heard the pod, uh, several podcasts oh, which yeah. were very interesting Some were really. <laughs> We're really I was hoping that maybe we were gonna have one where I was we were gonna say fuck a lot, but it didn't work out like that today. But
0: well you're but, an educator you're, you're, and you work at a
1: conservatory.
0: I always feel weird being like fuck shit, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck at people who I, are like very educated, and have these great careers. You know what though?
1: I've been living in Europe so long that I look I look forward to any occasion when I can say the word fuck.
0: <laughs> well 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 help because, yourself, sir. You, anytime you feel like it, just
1: pull one of <laughs> those fucking things out and just maybe, fuck it. Maybe the last few 4 or 5 fucking minutes are going to be like that. We'll see. But, uh, no, but anyway, but it's I have to say it was really interesting for me to hear your other podcast because you t- you seem to adapt very well to who you're who you're speaking to. Oh, well, thank you're, you very much. That's very good. I mean, it's very good. It's very good I, I was I was expecting something like what I heard and it, it's been this has been completely different, which is surprising and refreshing actually. So, that's a good way No, it's a good way to go because you're because otherwise People would just listen to one pod- podcast, and then they'd know what you were going to do the next time. It wouldn't make any sense, right? Well, uh, yeah, exactly.
0: And and I feel like that's just a part of being an artist, a, a working artist, is just adaptation and, and, yeah. and diversifying your skills. Uh, I think that, I mean, being an artist these days, unless you're in a conservatory teaching and you have this, yeah. it's hard to get by just gigging so like you have to diversify your skills and and that's one thing i learned doing this is being able to sort of adapt to whoever i'm talking to because some people are very vibrant and very ready to talk and some people are like good morning hello yes no you know it's just these one word answers it's like pulling fucking teeth i can't you know you have so i've had enough of those situations where i've learned to sort of like Uh, You sort of start, you know, just you get on that vibe. You get on their level. You just sort of bring yourself into that. How did you
1: get started doing this?
0: Um, It was a stupid joke that I thought, okay, so it it started with a stupid joke, which is the name We Speak English Good, which is obviously not good English. Um, Yeah. So it started with that stupid joke and we just needed a name for our stupid show that was it was really a band that I was a me and another guy with a band. We had a band and um, we we between practice sessions, we would be outside and they would be smoking or drinking beers and we'd just be chatting and, and laughing. And we just thought we were the funniest people in the world. So we thought, why not record that? And so we yeah. did that. He left the show, I sort of kept going, and it actually developed into something else. So yeah. I just kept doing it. That's basically it. I just started it and then kept doing it. And now it's like, I love it. Like, this is, to me, this is one of the most satisfying part about my expression is talking to other people about how they express themselves. So it's it's yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. And it, so, like, do you, do you compose at all?
1: Are you, do you do any of that? Well, here's of- the thing. It, we're trained to to interpret this, the the music, mm-hmm. right? So if somebody wants to compose these days, I mean, we live in a very specialized society, right? Yeah. All the great musicians played several instruments. The great composers mm-hmm. played several instruments. They wrote their own music. They performed their own music as soloists, starting with Bach, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 going through Beethoven and Mozart and Beethoven and and etc cetera, etc cetera, and schumann and brahms and and these guys were like you know they were multitasking all the time but now nowadays people aren't really in at least in the classical music they're not asking you to multitask they're asking you to be really fine instrumentalist in your specialty mm-hmm. of course not, with performance practice and early instruments and all that we do have to know how a lot about changing styles mm-hmm. from one one type of music to the next within classical music, right? I mean, it's not all played in the same way. Right. You, the sound is not the same. The articulation, everything cha- changes, right? If you're a good musician, then you adapt to that. Yes. Not everyone does that, so that's a way of uh, making a living too. Being as you were talking about adapting, then for me as a violist, we play middle voices and chamber music. And We it's all about ad- adaptation too. Mm -hmm. but but composing specifically i'm i've composed some stuff nothing i'd want anyone to hear (laughs) because i'm not because i'm not happy enough with it i've done some conducting Mm -hmm. and i'm and i'm not a good enough conductor to to give up playing the viola because i i always think you know at my age i just turned 60 Always, I think how many years would I have to conduct to be on my level as, that I have as a violist? i mean I, I, wouldn't, I don't have enough years left to become to become you know to do it on a, on a really in a really good way
0: yeah, yeah, totally
1: and if I, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it in a really good way. I do it sometimes, and then people always say, "Oh, you're good at this, you should dedicate more time to it but but I love playing, so i mean if if somebody loves playing, it's kind of hard to convince them to stop playing yeah you know it's just no there's it's, it's what makes me happy it's what it, what it's, it's what uh wakes me up in the morning you know yeah yeah it's, no uh, that's so it's that's what it's so that's i mean i think you know, we all try to do what we like right i mean it's like Absolutely. it's i think it's it's not overrated to do to dedicate your life to something that you really enjoy
0: not at all. I, I think that people who would would try to talk someone out of that are are, are crazy, insane people yeah. who want to live yeah. miserable lives. Yeah. You know, the, one of the things I keep sort of keeps coming up in these conversations, especially about, you know, us being quarantined currently, is that there are so many people out in the world who... Like for, you know, like we have our our hobbies turned into our professions. And so we can go as deep as we want into those hobby professions as we want with this free time. And we so yeah. we have sort of a direction and a path to sort of get past this mentally if we want to. But I feel... I feel for the people who work at the factory, whose only life mission is to go to work, come home, drink a beer, watch Netflix, and chill. You know, so it, it, and though it, it's, it's just, I'm fine I'm, I'm, I'm having hard times with this situation, but for the most part, I'm doing fine. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people sure. who are not, and I, I don't know. I feel for those people. I, I don't know you know, like take up a hobby. I don't even know what to suggest to some people. But well, who... here's the
1: thing is that we have our, we're, we live our hobby. That's the difference. Yes. You know? Yeah, of course. That's, and, then, and we're lucky yes. for that. Yes. And I mean, I really feel fortunate now, even more so than ever before. Yeah. Because now it's very apparent that how, just how important it is for me to get out, as you were saying before, to get out and be with, you know, that social event of making music mm. and having people listening to you. Yeah. I mean right now I really miss that too. I mean it's it's uh but it's good it's a time for of reflection you know. I mean we can really you know we know what we want to do and then when when we can when we can do it again we'll get back to it for sure.
0: Absolutely. Do you do yeah. you think that I mean do you see it coming back? I mean anytime soon? I mean do well, you see We
1: played we pl- I, we played our last concert the week the first week of the the quarantine that started on Friday. I had a concert the Tuesday the three days before the quarantine started, mm-hmm. and that was in the Palau de la Música, which is the most important concert hall in Barcelona. Oh, cool! In the chamber music hall, and uh, but that already people were starting to not go to concerts. I mean, people were starting to hear more and more about COVID nineteen, and and uh, in, in the audience it was very strange because there were people who were about ten meters apart wow. from each other. I mean, you'd see a you'd see a couple sitting together, and then the next person would be. If we say it in feet, you know, twenty five feet away from them. Whoa. Yeah. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. So so of course, if it's gonna be like that, the atmosphere is gonna be very weird. <laughs> yes. be funny. Because in a concert hall, as you know, people are sitting right, you know, elbow to elbow. Mm. They're just they're all they're all jammed in there. Yeah. So that's not gonna happen anytime soon.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's not
1: going to happen. It's not going to happen. I think it's going to be. I mean, I can imagine a uh, a scenario with people. You know, half the public being allowed to enter and having spaces between. Yes. You know, the the, with the social distance, whatever that is. You know.
0: I imagine that the concerts, when they do finally get back into it, they're going to be epic. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I can well, imagine. People are going to go crazy. The energy
0: yeah, is going to be so it. crazy. But I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm thinking about like these weird changes that might occur because of this, you know, like handshaking and just giving your buddies hugs
1: and well you probably saw those videos like right at the beginning of all this you know that the, these guys you know say you know instead of shaking their hands you know right foot to yep. right foot you know and all this and you know we may yeah we may end up adapting one of these mm-hmm. you know or just maybe a you know waving or something i don't know who
0: knows? So when did you uh, finally make it? You said you've uh, been out Europe kind of out since the seventies. So what what was the sort of pull out there when back? I'm sorry, we're jumping yeah. back into your life now. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> no, okay. No, it's all right. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think. I mean, I just. I want. I think I need to get away from my family. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, eighteen. I went to I went to the University of Illinois because my f- parents wanted me to not be too far away from home, but I wanted to go as far away as possible. <laughs> I mean, that's something that's really strange being in Spain because people never leave home here. Wow! I mean, it's like it's like in the states, you know. I mean, when you're 18, it's like you you go study or you go to work, but you go. Right. You know? I mean, it's like in, and then in, in in Europe in general, it's not like that. And in the Mediterranean countries in particular, my family's from Italy. My parents immigrated from Italy in the after Second World War. We we knew a lot of people who had you know the the elder eldest son living in the basement at home yeah. and things like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's a very Mediterranean thing to have for people you know the elder to the son to stay with the family and all yeah,
0: this. Yeah,
1: yeah. But but and then here now also I we know a lot of young people who leave home very late. I mean, and when I'm saying very late, I'm talking about like late twenties. Oh wow! Like oh, like ten years later than than we did. And I suppose it's still like that in the states, right? I mean, I suppose people try to leave yeah as soon as
0: Right. no yeah no especially if you're trying to get away from your family
1: yeah, <laughs> people yeah. have so no problems like, the age of 15 i remember like walking taking those walks you know you go out the door and you know i'm fed up and you start walking they think oh, i don't have any money I don't, where am i gonna go blah blah blah. Right. and you go home yeah. but i mean i remember distinctly wanting to leave from that age yeah. and then when I, when I when i went to the university of illinois then it wasn't far away enough and then and then <laughs> And, and, I, and my, my, my dear the, the departed parents, I mean, I love them dearly. But, I mean, at, there's a certain age where you don't really want to be too close to your parents. Yeah.
0: Ah, See, I okay. think it's
1: natural, you know. I mean, you're look, you look for your own identity and you look for your own way. And, but anyway, so, so uh, at the age of 20-something, I think, yeah, 20, maybe 21, I, was, I think I must have been 21 when I went out to uh, – no, not 21. Sorry. I'm, I'm getting confused. I was 20 when I went to, out to Boston. And went to the New England Conservatory. I transferred from the University of Illinois to, to New England Conservatory and then I started working there. I, I was very lucky. I started working almost immediately. I was doing too much work. I should have been practicing more, but, <laughs> but it was all professional work. It was all orchestral work and chamber music. And, and so I, I've been, I started working when I was 20. So I've been working for 40 years wow. 40, and I still have a long way to go. But uh, uh, how but do you. I, oh, go please. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Well, I was just curious on uh, because you were talking about your practice was suffering because you were so busy. Um, I, uh, do you ha- still have a regular practice schedule that you you
1: abide by, or or do you? practice is, uh it's irregular. It's, okay. It's very irregular because I mean when I'm teaching a lot, then I'm playing in the lessons too. Yeah, so, totally. So I'm, so I mean that keeps me in shape. Yeah, and if and if I'm playing, I played a lot as guest principal in orchestras. Something I could never do in the states. Actually, only in freelance orchestras I could play as as a you know
0: because of the unions.
1: Orchestra. Yeah, it's not in, in in a fixed orchestra in the states. Uh, they don't generally call in subs, especially for principal positions. Gotcha. The principal players there all the time. They don't get off in Europe. The the, the principal plays the first desk players get more free time, and then they call in other people to do it. And that's what I do. I go in. I decided a long time ago to not be a regular member of an orchestra Mm. because it just seemed too routine to me. So so I've been spending a lot of time the last, whatever, 30 something years, uh, uh, guest as guest principal in a lot of orchestras without being a regular member. I just find it more, more entertaining, more interesting. It stays fresher, you know, instead of going to the same orchestra, same sitting with the same person every day for 30 years, I, I never, that never convinced me. So it's it's always been kind of irregular. I've been freelancing since I was 20. So for 40 years, I've been freelancing. Yeah, that's cool. And it's, it, yeah, it's it's not easy. No, and no, you because you're
0: constantly a, learning other uh, like new pieces.
1: Yeah, the thing is, it keeps you on your toes, though. And of course, you have to have a good nervous system because you make a different amount of money every month. That's the that's the problem.
0: Hey, can you give me one second? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, just one second. I'm sorry. Wait. Good. Oh. Come here. Get your... oh. I'm i I'm sorry, Paul. My wife No it's okay. My wife needs a shirt for her. she's actually gonna start twitching here soon. She started a Twitch. Have you ever heard of Twitch? I don't know. <laughs> start twitching, what's NBA. twitching? Which one? I'm sorry, you're the one who interrupted
1: me. Get out of here. <laughs> 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 that was cool. that was cool. leave that, in. Leave that I, in. Oh yeah, that's staying in.
0: Her interruptions <laughs> always stay in. She does not care. I'm sorry, we, that messed up my our whole train of thought. Where were we? No, it's we,
1: okay. No, anyway, just just saying just saying that about talking about being a freelancer. Yes, and how you have to. I mean. I still get nervous sometimes yeah. when, when work doesn't come in, you know. And, and but then I just feel so silly because I think, hey, you've been guy, you've been doing this for forty years. I mean, why do you have to worry about it? You know, it's so we've funny how had...
0: we'll we'll question our instincts even though we've been doing this for so long, but yeah. we still can't get past those mind yeah. tr- mind games we play on ourselves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a family behind. I mean, I have three kids, so you know. I mean, having three kids and having a mortgage and blah 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 and two cars and so you have to i mean there's a lot of responsibility of course behind it. of course my wife's working harder than i am so i should i shouldn't be so nervous about that.
0: Either. it's true but that's the same way with me my wife is, does way better than i do
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: she's much yeah. she's much more talented than i do so i really shouldn't be talking shit to her because she's <laughs> right now she's supporting my dead weight ass on
1: the curb next week on the curb yeah exactly she's like oh, okay How's it going to feel sitting on the curb in front of- <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh uh yo, I can imagine that learning uh, like different pieces all the time can be kind of uh as opposed to being in a in a in a regular where you have where it's your job where you show up every day you're playing the same pieces or at least you're learning the same pieces and you're performing them over and over again as a freelancer and that's sort of how i work as a as a musician as well i'm sort of a freelancer but on a smaller scale and in bars so uh oh, that's but, great It's but, wonderful oh no i love it that's it's wonderful. like people call me up because they know that i can handle you know a, yeah. a quick it, it, if it's a short, if it's a long enough notice i can get down a set or two you know and and come here's and play. the thing
1: yeah. our music should be in bars but the problem is it's, too, it's- it's too soft i mean the only reason why we don't play in bars more than we do we do once in a while and it's actually a lot of fun yeah no but the I've problem seen... is the sound, yeah. the sound is a problem yes it's only the only reason that we, we don't have the volume and that's why we don't do it you know yeah but but i mean i love the atmosphere in a bar jesus god if you could get classical music into a cafe like it used to be oh i love that in, you know i mean turn turn of the century 19th to the 20th century the music classical music was in bars and hotels and everywhere
0: right
1: not, yeah. anymore. not yeah. anymore i mean now it's like it's just you know it has to be some special place you know whatever like yeah. like that restaurant in new york where they sing opera or whatever i don't can't remember the name of it but mm-hmm. but i mean it's that's the music was written for that kind of atmosphere yeah for for for, for meals for dinners for banquets uh and it wasn't necessarily background. I think they probably did some background, and sometimes people sat and listened, too. you know. Yeah. But I mean, I'm envious of you if you're playing in bars all the time. I, I'd love to do that. Just can't do it, though.
0: Well, I, I guess I would say the same. I would love to be playing in famous theaters all the time, too. But, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> But you know, it's different world. It has its, it its upbeats. It up, up I mean, look, you know what's really great about playing in a great hall is the sound yeah I mean, that's that's great absolutely but i mean having people sitting there uncomfortable isn't so great to Tell you <laughs> truth. people are uncomfortable no i mean like we don't talk about it very much mm-hmm. but people are really not comfortable yeah they'd be much more comfortable if they could talk and if they could and of course if they talk then it distracts other people who want to listen to the music mm-hmm. so it's a it's a difficult situation, and this thing about not applauding until the end of a piece that's a very recent invention, yeah I mean I have recordings i'm I'm a big uh disco file I have all these old old performances, live performances on, on 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 tape and on discs and and people used to applaud between all the time between every movement and that's then so it became weird. this snob thing you know this kind of snob appeal, well no, no, you have to listen to it like a disc and it's not a disc, it's a concert yeah i th- I think it's great if people want to applaud, I think it's fine, yeah. Between movies. But there's this, then there are other people who say, who shush them, you know, the people yeah. want to applaud them, and there are other people and It's like, this is this kind of that kind of crap in class. I never liked that very much. This, yeah. It's stuffy, you know, I there's was... this stuffy part of it, part to it that I've never found very attractive <laughs> at all.
0: Yeah, I think that's part of it for me. But I've, I've always loved classical music as a way to just sort of, because especially with studying or just if, if I just need to come down a few frequencies, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and nothing crazy, because classical music can get pretty uh, pretty crazy and oh, yeah. sure. it has to be really mellow stuff. But uh, But I love it for those reasons, just because it can put me in a – in a, a place of where I'm ready for learning, or a place of just being calm. Yeah, yeah. The, you were saying the 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 applauding between. Um, what do you call it? Applauding, movements. 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 Thank you. One moment another. Yeah. In San Diego, uh, La Jolla uh, has a symphony there, and they they were they were adamant about bringing and La Jolla is like the rich people part beach town. It's like the rich people beach town yeah, in yeah, San Diego. And, yeah. uh, so they were like, they were trying to make it so more appealing for more general audiences. So their big thing was come and applaud between movements. That's
1: <laughs> Which, yeah, But, but s- that was great though. Say, right. It should be, that should be normal. Yes. Yes. I mean, it should be a special thing, but it's, it's true though. It's a, it's an issue, you know, it can't be. Yeah, it's just because it's the, but it's the disc, you know, the the the, the disc revolution, you know, having that silence, this, that whatever five seconds or ten, you know, five seven seconds between movements. I think that's why it became a thing to mm. to just not applaud. That's so but, strange. Uh, it's, it's a yeah, strange anyway, thing to just create it's, it's out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's what I, that's why I love playing opera. Mm. In the opera theater, people get excited. And they yell and they throw flowers, mm-hmm. and in Italy, they still throw vegetables if they don't like some no, but I like I like the opera uh, audience is really alive. that's different. that's a different story and i play I play as a guest in in a lot of opera orchestras too, and that and the opera opera's amazing. I mean that's just that has everything. it has you know prose and the and the and theater and music and it, it's and the atmosphere is just amazing. And, a, uh my yeah, wife I mean, that's what my yeah. wife
0: studied uh, my wife my wife studied Italian opera in uh, in college Cool think, where Where's she studying Uh Seattle Pacific
1: Uh-huh
0: It's in Seattle but I yeah. don't remember the whole thing <laughs> it, it it it's a it's a it's a private college but uh yeah. she she uh she likes. She sings it. opera. She does not. She actually sings R&B, jazz, nice. and pop. But great. she learned classically because that's the type of person she is. She has to know. Mm-hmm. She has to know the fundamentals yeah. before she can uh, go expand. Which is great advice for anybody, honestly. It's, absolutely. Uh, you yeah, want to cool. know the fundamentals before you start. Uh, mm. You know, looking dumb. <laughs>
1: but uh, hey, Mike, you, you almost got away from me on that point but i want to know where i can hear you play i'll send you, a, you i'll send you our album our last album oh um, please do yeah and, and uh, or, link or whatever you have just i want to hear i want to hear you play i mean because now now we get, get to know each other a bit and so yeah it'd be nice to hear you i want to hear your music
0: oh awesome yeah totally i'll send you uh i'll send you a link uh, but on I'll that do...
1: youtube on that youtube uh channel it's all it's all your podcasts right no I, no I just... well it actually
0: that that's what it was started as was a podcast yeah. channel. But um, what's actually working on that channel is my music tutorials, which is just okay. me okay. playing poorly. God, I just look at those videos and I'm like, how are 20,000 people watching this? But, <laughs> um, but like, it, it's just, you know, it was just shot with a cell phone and it's really yeah. quick. They're like 20 second videos. Um, of just showing just the basics of how the movements of your fingers and maybe your pick yeah. hand or whatever I'm doing with my fingers. But that's really what's on there is the thing that's bringing the most traffic to my YouTube is my tutorials. Um, so yeah. I've been sort of trying to combine everything so everyone yeah. knows that I also do a podcast and that's
1: yeah. what I mostly care about. <laughs> but Man, that's great. No, it's fantastic. No, I'm I mean, having it, fun think... with it. You're well. You look. You're you're a fun guy. So it's, oh, I mean, thank it's you, great. Paul. I appreciate it. you're no, fun too. I, mean, I, I was looking forward to this. I mean, just even the the small contact we had, and then I listened to. I listened. I had to listen to some podcasts, of course. And I got I got a feel for what was gonna. I I need. It was for me. It was a little bit to, to know a little bit what you know how this might go. Well, I but, always uh,
0: I try to send a, a link to people before they come on the show, yeah. so they do just that. It's like I really yeah. do want people to listen yeah. before they come on because. Yeah. You know, I could speak harshly sometimes. I'm speaking about drugs. I'm speaking about – I'm cussing all the time. You, um, speak,
1: you speak whatever you feel. That's exactly. What I think that's, but, that's the charm of your program.
0: Oh, well, I, I appreciate believe. Well, and you were saying you are listening to the one with Jason. And, and, like, that one, oh, my God. Whatever one that what, – because there's several with Jason. I didn't count
1: the F-bombs, but, I mean, it was like – the numbers were, were – were, epic
0: it's ridiculous <laughs> and, and that's just because we're friends like we play in a band yeah, together I,
1: I, fi- I figured that we're, out yeah.
0: we we play in a band so we see each other all the time so it, he yeah. was releasing an album i think that's the one you're talking about but he was releasing yeah. an album yeah. so yeah. i you know i was like come on the show we'll get you a few yeah. thousand yeah. listens it
1: was great it it was rambly it rambled a lot and it was a lot of fun it was it rambled it was a lot
0: i never want to hear that as a compliment <laughs> it rambled on a
1: lot it was fun. No, I didn't say rambled on. I said it rambled. It's different. It rambled. Okay. No, it like it, it rambled. It, it went all around the world. That that that, that was great. It was fun. Well, I
0: in, it. in those situations, it's it's a it's it's fun because I know I'm just going to hang out. But like in these situations where I'm talking to people, you know, face face to face or like this, uh, it, it's a uh, it, you know, I I kind of zero it in a little more. Um, yeah. And then there's sometimes I, was, I get really nervous because uh, I talk. I don't know for whatever reason. Sometimes I talk to people who are maybe in my field a little in, in high places. So I talk to this guy named Nissan Stewart, who I don't know if you know any of these artists, but he worked with Jay Z, Beyonce. Yeah, course, he's worked with. Uh, okay, cool. I, I, I'm sorry, Paul. I, I just sometimes no, when you talk no, to no. classical people, no, they no, just. No, no. But
1: I was tra- I was trying to make a point about that. I didn't. Maybe I didn't make enough point about well, you that. you did. Li- you did. You. I you... listened to a lot of other music, yes. really. And I'm not. I mean, I do this. What I do is how I make my living. But when I'm not working, I listen to. I can listen to just about anything if it's well done. Yeah, for sure. It's all about the quality of it. You know.
0: Well, Paul, we're wrapping up here, and I just kind of wanna. uh, I kind of wanna get a a feel from you. Um, Not feel, but I actually just wanna hear from you. What What could you tell people? Maybe musicians. Maybe non musicians who are sort of having this. You know, there's this existential anxiety hanging yeah. over everyone's yeah. head right now, and sort of everybody's dealing it with the different ways. What are some of the things, what's something that you could tell people to do? or
1: to, Well, I, I, mean. I haven't really, I haven't had a, a clear idea, but <laughs> since the crisis started, I'm doing my first podcast right now. I've never done this before. There you go. And next week, I'm giving a master class at New York University online. Oh, I've wow. never done that I've never done that before. I was supposed to be in New York next week. Okay. And it was canceled. It was canceled months ago. Mm-hmm. And then I got a call a few days ago saying, you know, why don't you want to do it anyway? The same. I'm gonna do it the same day, same time. But from home. That's amazing. So it's great. So all these, so I think what's gonna happen now, and I hope I wish that for a lot of musicians, a lot of freelance musicians, especially they're going to have to diversify and, and they will, and it, it, it'll, it'll come up. It's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, teaching, we're lucky to keep teaching. We haven't, I haven't missed a lesson since the crisis started. I mean, I've been, I started up like the, I started that very week. I started teaching the next, I mean, the first week of the, of the, of the quarantine. So it, I'm having all these new experiences. I read poetry I'm, in Spanish like oh. two days ago. I read, I made a, I made a video of that. I'm doing all these things that I've never done before. So oh. I mean I think people should just kind of ride ride the wave, you know. I mean just whatever whatever they can do, they should do it. I like and, that and a that, lot. Yeah, I'm happy. I mean I have to say it's been really positive for me. <laughs> I know, and it's so st- I it-, mean, it's, it sounds terrible to it say does. that. It does. Mean, it does. Of course, I'm really unhappy about losing friends and about all the people who are yeah. dying, and I'm really it's tra- it's a big tragedy. But there's always a there's always a, a you know a, every cloud has a silver lining that old the wary wary uh, saying you know. But it's true though. I mean, there, when something bad happens, then there are always good aspects about that too. Yeah. Like too. for example, knowing who you want to be with. Yes. You know, knowing if if you're lucky enough to be with the person you want to be with, then you can appreciate that person more now too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I
1: think we need to just be as positive as we can about this.
0: That that's great. That's that I, that's great thing to end on because absolutely it is and you know what's interesting i've been doing all this work on like my podcast and growing my youtube and my wife finally had to have the talk to me the other day it was like hey you know we're here too we exist here too <laughs> your son exists too um, um i just want to remind you that we're here and yeah. that you still have a responsibility to be old, here with us
1: yeah, how old is your son he's six Oh, so he's, yeah, he's... mine are grown up. My kids are all grown up. My son's 25, and my older daughter's 20, and my younger's 80. It's a different whole, different thing, you know. Yeah. It's a, the yeah. problems are different, and it, it's actually be. it's but it's actually very nice when to be able to reason with them when it <laughs> yes. finally happens. It's going to be a while for you yet, still. I yeah, think, he's
0: he's not too okay. bad, but when he he has his moments where he's just. Absolutely not. He's not doing anything and he's and it screams, but you know how that goes. It's kids.
1: They're just children. Paul, we're not always reasonable either, are we? No, no. There you go. I
0: I, I feel sometimes I act younger than my son. So
1: I believe I believe you.
0: (laughs) You should, Paul. (laughs) You really should believe me. (laughs) Paul, I really appreciate appreciate you coming on here and spending some time with me.
1: Uh how do you say
0: your last name? Is it Cortez? Cortez. Cor-
1: it means Cor- courteous It's it's a misclaim It's a misnomer It's a misclaimed uh, name for me oh. Courteous Curteous. Cortese Cortese eh, 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 Cortese Yeah and, and But uh, we said when I was growing up They had a lot of different versions But uh, I like Cortese If it's yeah. possible You can say that It sounds good <laughs> It sounds good
0: Paul hey. Cortese Thank you so much <laughs> I appreciate you coming on the show And hey. saying fuck with me
1: Hey <laughs> That was fucking good Thanks a lot I appreciate it. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much paul i appreciate you coming down the show and telling us your story and uh you know giving us a good good idea of what he was going through at the time giving us a good idea of what you know his neighbors and fellow um you know countrymen are going through anyways uh You can find Paul online. I'll leave some links in the show notes. Again, go check out Tonga. We heard his song at the top of the show. Uh, Find his new album, Transitions, on all streaming platforms right now. So go get some. Uh, Let's see. Go find Raina Mystique at rainamystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. You can also find her on Twitch at twitch.tv. Slash Rain Mystique. You can also go click on the We Speak English Good website. Is redone to a to a point that I'm gonna say is acceptable. It wasn't acceptable before. Now it is acceptable. I I, now I am proud to send a link of my website. You before (laughs) I would just send a link to. I don't know why. Just because I had a website, it sort of legitimized the show but it it just it, when i look when i look back at what the website used to be and like what it is now i'm just like what the fudge was going on here this was not this is not okay anyways go like subscribe review like us on facebook instagram at we speakenglishgood.com. Sorry, I don't mean to yell this at you or, or 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 command you to do this. You don't have to do this. I'm just this is just part of the routine, folks. If you're not if you're new to the show, just expect this every dive, at the beginning and at the end. That's probably why most of you stop listening before the end. <laughs> Which is why I put all this crazy like diary type talk at the end of the show. Because I know that most of you are not going to listen to it. And that's fine with me. Um, I think I've been doing these long extended endings for me. It's sort of like my other outlet. It's my other therapist. (laughs) So I don't feel bad if you guys get to the end of the interview and is like, okay. Not interested in what Mike is incoherently rambling on about. But... Um, yeah, so please like, subscribe, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcast, and please leave reviews. It helps the show, helps us get find up people, helps people find us, <laughs> helps every, helps, it helps us, it helps us in the algorithm of iTunes. I don't know anyways I'll read it on there if you like you can also re- write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com and um, yeah that, that that's that's that um, so I'm really considering twitch still I'm still I know I've been talking about this for weeks but I'm considering twitch and I might even start it as soon as this Saturday and so I'm thinking that it's gonna be a completely different thing from the podcast other than the interviews so I think um, the way I'm going to structure the podcast or the the show is that I'll have interviews throughout the week, which will be put on to the uh, to the audio platform, which is iTunes and what you're listening to right now. And then I'll have also the video portion, which will be on Twitch and that will go to YouTube as well so I've just made a whole nother job from like lots more work for myself but it's gonna be fun and um, so let's see uh, the way I want to structure it is is that I'm gonna have like a weekend show so I'm thinking right now it's gonna be Saturday so like I'm gonna bring back quarantine Saturdays or Sundays. I love quarantine Sundays it just sounds better but quarantine Saturdays is is going to um, probably be the day that we do it and it's gonna be more like a variety stream, like a, a music news, memes, just silly shit, just just fun stuff, you know. Just I really like live streaming. I like the idea of a of a TV show and having my own TV show, so I like that. I, I so I, I'm just gonna do like music news, uh, different things. We'll play games. Um, it, it's gonna be, if you if if anybody listening, I don't know if you guys, I don't know who listens or watches. So. Um, if you anyone listening watched anything with the quarantine Sundays I was doing live on Facebook and then putting it up on here on this stream uh, with Raina, it's going to be something like that. It's going to be more of a variety show uh, without Raina because um Raina's already overworked. And I'm just I, I love working with Raina in this aspect, but I just get really weird and possessive about the show. And I just don't want to do that to her. Like, I get really crazy about it. I'd rather just keep all my crazy contained to myself so, you know, she don't have to deal with that because she, she's dealt with it for enough. You know, she we work together musically, and that's a challenge for her, I'm sure. It's a challenge for me. Shit. There's, there's decisions that she makes about her music um, that I don't always agree with, but it's her music. It's her name. It's uh, it, I, I really, really had to figure out how to make a separate, figure out how to separate our relationship from, um, from our professional relationship because it just, it gets, it gets stupid because I'm a baby, because I'm a child. So anyways, I want to do Twitch. Um, so I want to do maybe during the week I'll have just, I'll have to schedule it and put it up on a weekly schedule, which I want to do something consistent, but it's hard to do consistent stuff with musicians because they are um, they're, they're just, their schedules are crazy. And right now I know people are sort of making themselves busy. No one really has shit to do, but people are busy still. I mean, like I'm super busy. I wake up every day with an an entire agenda of shit to do. So (coughs) if you're not making yourself busy, then I feel like you're making yourself crazy. So (laughs) it's better to turn that crazy into busy. Um, yeah. So Th- that's the update. I might be doing it this Saturday, so keep a uh, keep an eye on the what, the social medias. I'll make sure to throw something up to tell people. But I, I you know, like uh, I'm not sure how the show is gonna go. I don't know how I'm gonna structure it yet. So, um, uh, you know, like it's gonna be one of those situations that where the show is gonna inform me as we go, and that's what happened with this show. That's what's gonna happen with that show so I'll take the audio from these live twitches and that will be the that will be this that will be what um, you're listening to now so it'll just be the audio I think I'll cut out all the variety part I don't want to change this at all uh, we're gonna keep this the same how it always is um, it, it just might be a little bit more live interactions um, with Twitch as as the pla- as the show grows. If I keep doing it, it's just I don't know if I'm gonna keep doing it forever and ever. So, um, yeah. So I, that that's the plan. It's sort of vague, but I I just haven't felt right about starting the live streaming yet until I have like more of a clear idea. And like this morning, it all sort like as of this morning, it, it all sort of started clicking together on how I want to go about this. So that's basically it. That's it. So keep an eye on the social medias. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll keep you informed if you're interested in something in the live variety show platform of just me. I was also like, I really want to have like guests too. But I don't know if I want guests to be. I'm just not sure. I'm still, you know, I'm still not sure, but it I have a better idea. And that's all I can say. Okay, guys. That's it out of me. I I I can't go too long this week. I, I just I got too much shit going on right now. So, alright guys, take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. I love you guys. Stay safe. Wash your hands. I don't care what the CDC says. Take precautions still on the whole touching and transmitting things because we know, here's the thing, we know how easily colds and the flu can be transmitted on surfaces. So let's not act like all of a sudden this is news to us that, you know, like all of a sudden, oh, it's not that easily transmittable. No bullshit. You know it's transmittable by just touching shit. That's how the cold is spread. That's how we spread flus. That's just, just go sh- stop. What? Who's benefiting from spreading this information? I don't know. I'll see you guys next week with Trey Tremble. <laughs> Trey is uh. Anyways, Trey Tremble. Go look him up. I love it. All right, guys. HJs. Be good to your fellow human beings. Bye.
1: Oh, hey.